Let's crack open a beer and share some thoughts. Welcome to Opinions on Films, and this time round we are watching an absolute classic, are we not? A cult classic, I would suggest. A cult classic from our from our youth. Very much from our youth. Very much. So this is from 1987, and it is The Lost Boys. Perfect timing on your screwdriver. Yeah, the sonic screwdriver works again. Over over one of the uh, (laughs) seminal pieces of music that... It's not going to be the last time you hear it either, is it, during this film? That's that's for sure. So, um, yeah, this is one that we've been threatening to do since the beginning, isn't it? Yeah, it was on our initial list, but a few other films got in the way, and obviously a bit of Marvel action here and there as well. As ever, we're not doing this alone. We are accompanied by beer. Of course, because it wouldn't be a... Opinions on Films podcast. Not if we really, weren't, weren't talking about films so, uh, and beer. This beer is for Omnipolo. Um, Arzakiel. Sounds a bit demonic. It does a little bit, yeah. Um, slightly odd description. Session Imperial India Pale Ale. 3.5%. Okay. The use of the word Imperial there is concerning me a little bit. Imperial and Session and 3.5%. Yeah. Well, let's, um, let's get into it during this opening... Opening sequence that we're getting. It's got a nice nose. It's very tropical. It's very dry. Yeah. And it's got a real dry bitterness on the finish as yeah, well. Almost like that piffy type of bitterness yeah. you get sometimes with, um, again, it's putting me in mind of having like um, a tr- tropical fruit squash or something. Yeah, lots of orange and lemon in that Yeah. Thing. Coming, coming through. Um, so, what are your memories of this film, Steve? Um, a, a very much a coming of age film for, for me. I think this was at the time when so when this was released. I was I was fifteen when when this came out. That'd be right because I was sixteen when it yeah. came out. Um, and yeah, very much after this, wanted to style myself on a lot of what I'd seen in it. Did you? No, I think there might have been a mini, mini mullet at one point, but it was just kind of why I was growing out a, a full head of long hair. Now, this is our first hint that something's going on. Yeah. So the security guard who told them to get off the, uh, the carousel earlier has been yanked up into the air Born into the air ripping, ripping the door the car door off yeah and that's it that's the that's the evening scene gone yeah I mean a little bit of context to that scene before we saw that we, we saw a, a group of youths on, on, on a carousel uh, and they were asked to leave by the security guard yeah. they didn't seem to be causing any trouble no or, or anything in that particular but you felt scene. you felt that he was asking them to leave because he told them before yes yeah yeah very, very much so um but, but yeah, uh, a bit of a... No, there's definitely a few people... Eerie openings, yeah. Right? There's obviously a few people we recognise in it now. Oh, absolutely, yeah. I mean, but I don't know if I recognised all of them then. No, certainly not. So, Kiefer Sutherland yeah. is, is one of the main... Let's, okay, so before we go any further, spoiler warning as always, we will be jumping ahead in the film and spoiling and, and things. And going off in different directions, probably. Absolutely, without a doubt, it wouldn't be us, mate. No. Without, but um, so Keith, Keith Sutherland, one of the main protagonists of, of, of the gang, 
Um, and also the other one that, that leapt out of that gang for me, uh, Alex Winter. Yes. Who went on to play Bill in, in Bill and Bill Ted. Ted's Excellent Adventure and Bogus Journey. Yeah, I said, well, actually, I said, went on to play. It was after. Was, was it after? Yeah, so this was 87. I think the first Bill and Ted film was 89, and the next one was 1991. Okay. So we're already into a second song here. <laughs> yeah. I mean, it's a it's a film that's known for its soundtrack, isn't it? More, oh. Almost more so than Almost the, more the than film, the film itself. Yeah. I've, got, I've got the soundtrack, and it got played a lot. You know, this is uh, Echo and the Bunnymen. Yeah. No, that's a bit of a throwback, isn't it? Isn't it just? So it, it, it feels very much of a MTV it's, it's, it's a film for the MTV generation, yeah. isn't it? Definitely, definitely leans heavily on the music and feels like they've tried to put the music in appropriate places. Yeah, yeah, very much scenes are... The, the soundtrack does exactly what a soundtrack is intended to do. It, it, it soundtracks pivotal moments throughout the film. Yeah. So a family looks like uh, they're moving to a place called Santa Carla and on the back of the billboard, it said murder capital of the world. Yeah. Nice. That's just what you want to see. Welcome. When, when you're moving there. there. For, you know, normally you see time. a sign which might say, twins with. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Now, San, Santa Carla doesn't actually exist. Um, it was actually filmed in Santa Cruz. Um, but rightly so, the, uh, the town council didn't want it to be associated with being the murder capital of the world. So Fair uh, they did ask for them to make some changes to the name of the... The, the place where the film was set. I can understand that. You would, you would, wouldn't you, really? But they play a lot of this song as well, don't they? Yeah. This is, a, this is, this is practically the whole film. I mean, because it's not a long film either. It's only 93 minutes. It's basically an hour and a half, isn't it? Yeah. Which, compared to films these days, oh, you know, compared to films that some of our listeners may have listened to us talk about, it's, it's very In, short. Yeah. So they've arrived at their destination. Oh, Nanook. Nanook? Yes, Nanook. yeah. Good, well, well done. <laughs> Good Mem- memory. Sorry, there. remember the dog's name. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, this is where we get introduced to the slightly eccentric granddad. Why, why are granddads always eccentric? Near enough, I think, in every film or TV programme. Does anyone actually have an eccentric granddad? <laughs> no. I, I'm, I'm, neither of mine were. No. No. If he's dead, can we go back to Phoenix? <laughs> well, I'll tell you what, that's got to be a bit of a shock then. Phoenix to Santa Carla. Oh, yeah, absolutely. I mean, well, I've been to uh, Phoenix and I've been to, you know, the, the west coast of the States. Very different. <laughs> Are they quite a trek as well? Because they've, they've obviously driven this journey. Cause I mean, they've turned up in a well, car. Yeah, well, it's the States, isn't it? Yeah. It's only like two states and, or maybe even one state in certain parts yeah. where the border right yeah it's nothing to them is it so Jason Patrick eldest son yes as soon as he gets in the house hasn't bothered to try and move stuff in he's starting to pump iron he's, he's lifting weights yeah is there anything more 80s than that <laughs> <laughs> wasn't that in the uh, it was in the Goonies as well wasn't yeah. it Josh Brolin <laughs> um, all he did in the opening few scenes of the of the Goonies was 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 pump weights. Yeah, I mean, it's one head of a bright shirt that uh, Corey yeah. Haynes wearing there. So as you as you pointed out, so the eldest son is is called Michael. Yep. Uh, apparently, his name 
is said over 100 times in this film. So that's more than once a minute they, they use the name Michael in, in this Blimey. film. <laughs> uh, when I watched this, I was actually quite excited about seeing the granddad because he, um, he was in a program called Mr. Merlin. Okay. From the early 1980s where he was Merlin, but because Merlin could live forever, he was actually a motor mechanic. And he had a young charge who could hopefully become his apprentice. Okay. I remember watching that as a kid. So he was the one person I did recognise in the film <laughs> when it came out, was the essential granddaddy. Apparently by the time he did this film, he'd, act, he'd been acting for about 60 years. He looks like it as well. Though. Yeah, but I bet you, for a lot of people, the only thing they recognise him in is the Lost Boys. Probably, yeah. That's certainly all I'd recognise him in. Did just miss a scene there where he opened the fridge, and, and in the fridge there's a, there's a shelf that says Old Fart. And, and he lifts it up and there's, there's, there's bottles of beer in there and he makes it very clear to the boys that they're not to drink that. That's his shelf, they're his beers. Then we can all appreciate that. Yeah, fair enough, good man. And he's got like a whole load of... <laughs> no TV, no MTV, but they do get the TV guide so he can read it. So at the moment, the, young, the youngest... The, the one Sam isn't it yep. played by Corey Haim is not looking forward to it no because they've, they've, they've moved from civilization <laughs> to, to somewhere that's not so now we're at some sort of beach party concert festival yeah with a very muscular saxophone player yeah oiled up Muscular saxophone yeah, player. I don't know what the uh, why he needed to be so oily. No. Bear, bear it in mind that all that sand around is only going to stick. Yeah. But apparently he's um, he's a proper saxophone player. He used to play uh, sax for with, for and with Tina Turner. Yeah, yeah. I, I, so I was quite impressed yeah, with that. I, I, I didn't realise that. Yeah. But I mean, he 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 literally is the definition of what 80s music looked and felt like isn't it really? oh yeah it could, this could easily be a video could easily be a video well that, the whole thing could be a yeah. nine, 90 minute video for Cry Little Sister which well, is the which is the song that we're going to hear over and over again throughout this. it does get a bit of an airing every now and again yeah. doesn't it now Michael's made a mistake here already yeah, he's, he's transfixed on one young lady in the audience. Yes. And he, to be fair, his younger brother has tried to get him to look yeah. away. And he's ignoring him. Now, she is very attractive. And again, I'm going to put it out there, very 80s with the hair as well. Yes. You know, long brunette, nice and curly. So definitely ticks the 80s, 80s uh, female lead or young female lead. We haven't said much about the mum yet. Diane West. No, well, we, we, we're not really, uh, I think, obviously we've got the, the gist that they've moved away. Um, we do find out later on that she's recently divorced yes. and she's basically starting again. over again, isn't she? And she's gone to live with, is it, is it her dad? I presume it's her dad. I'm going to say it's her dad. It's got to be, hasn't it? Yeah. 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 So it wouldn't be her ex's dad, would it? No, no. Okay, and the, uh, the gang of youths I've come into a video and TV store. Brilliant. You don't, you don't get them anymore, do you? It's a very big video and TV store as well. 
how many hours did you used to spend in a video store looking through empty video cases trying to work out which was the film that you wanted to rent for the weekend? Probably not, probably sometimes longer than maybe I actually watched the whole yeah. film for. So. Now the shop owner doesn't yeah. seem very happy with having the uh, youths. No. In, and uh, they've just gone. There's some long mullet hair. Because because he told he essentially told them to go. Yeah. And they've all got motorcycles as well. Yeah. So again, you, you know, in the spirit of spoilers, later on we do find out that this man is chief vampire. Head vampire. Yes, and and that would explain why the the, the youths who we will also find out shortly are vampires left when they were told to. Yes, but when you're watching this the first time round, there you, is no. He wouldn't have known that. No, like this guy uh, Max. Yeah. Uh, when he's talking to their their, their mum Lucy, that um, he had any part. I no, thought that was just, really well done, and especially with the dog growling at them as well. Yeah, his dog. Yeah. So I thought that was quite well done yeah. because. It was a long way into the film before you had any inkling that it he was, may have been an issue. Well, certainly in the third act, isn't yeah. it, where it, it comes that that pays off. Yeah, that was def- definitely for me. I didn't. That was the that was the one one bit about the film because once you knew a little bit about the synopsis of the film, you knew that they were going to be vampires at some point. Yeah, it's going to get flagged up to us very shortly in the next scene. Yes. Um, but for Max, that bit was put away nicely. Yeah, I right, like well hidden. Yeah. yeah. That was quite a nice little turn on it. And speaking of looking very 80s, how big are the shoulder pads on <laughs> Sammy's jacket? On that jacket that he's wearing. Oh my God. And he appears to have turned up into a comic book store, but with assorted hippies around. Yeah, it just seems to be a place where people ha- are hanging out as well. Because it looks very smoky. Yeah. All that cigarette smoke and all those magazines, what could go wrong? <laughs> So this is the, uh, oh, they're trying to out-geek each other yeah. on comic book numbers so, and so rarities. real geek moment going yeah. on here, isn't there? Brilliant. He's just owned them in terms yeah. of comic book lore there, hasn't yeah. he? On the DC. Yeah. So they're going to have to try something now. Yeah. So the two boys who run the comic shop, they seem really young to be work. running it. I don't, I'm not sure they run it. I think they may work there. I passed in the... Uh, a comic book saying vampires everywhere and said it may save your life. Bit of a warning for him. That's what it sounded like to me. We find out soon that they're the uh, they're the Frog Brothers. Yes, great names. Yes. <laughs> and uh, one of them was played by Corey Feldman. Yes. Who was in some one of the films you mentioned earlier, wasn't he? Wasn't he also in the was in Goonies? The Goonies, yes. And yeah. he was also in Stand By Me. So actually, let's just... For three years, Gremlins, yeah. Goonies, Stand By Me, Lost Boys. 
That's a pretty impressive resume. Yeah, at the age he was then. Yeah. Um, I'm not sure if he ever topped <laughs> those four films. No, and I mean, his appearance there as well with, with, with the cloth headband that he was wearing, he looked, I've got to say, I thought, thought, thought he looked like a very young Patrick Swayze, almost. No. Do you not think? I think he's... I've very, never, and ever... It might just be the hairdo. I've never, ever watched this film. I thought, oh, hello. Oh, no, I never mistook him for Patrick Swayze. I never. just think he was very reminiscent. Uh, what? Oh, look out. So we've got another scene from above of people just being pulled into the air. Yeah, but not just that. Apparently having superhuman strength. Yeah. So they've just lifted the lid off the... Um, car taking two people out yeah into the air now my vampire law isn't perhaps what it should be but I don't ever remember vampires having particular super strength super strength is that, um is there anything that's ever you've recalled the I'm, I'm gonna say that a lot of my vampire knowledge is is taken predominantly from the blade films dipping back into the Marvel universe there for a moment now, obviously, a slightly different Marvel universe. Very different in, Marvel universe in terms of Blade, but um, the Blade character had the strength of vampires, but he was still human, which is why they called him the Daywalker because he could walk around in the day. Um, but I've, I've never, I, I don't know. I'm, I'm trying to well, think of other other vampire films. Interview with a Vampire was was their super strength shown? Yeah, I, mean, I, I mean, I know they've been stronger, but I don't. All right, let's um, use Buffy the Vampire. So I don't remember Angel being able to rip off bits of cars. Okay, as an example. Yeah, yeah. Now this very much inspired Buffy the Vampire Slayer. As, as well in terms of both the series and the film and, and obviously the original film uh, and well the series was went on to be done by Joss Whedon wasn't it yes who, and the um, uh, the guy who was in the film he was Luke Perry he died recently didn't he did he yeah, he, yeah Luke Perry passed away didn't he oh that's a shame and um, he was the he was the original love interest in Buffy the Vampire Slayer wasn't he uh, in, the, in the original in the, in the film. film version yes. not in the that's where I'm stretching back into my memory here but that's where Donald Sutherland played the Yes. Well, I can't remember what his name is, the Watcher character or the the guy who mentored Buffy. Mm-hmm. It was the Donald Sutherland who played that character. Yeah. So I quite enjoyed the film, actually. The, the original film, yeah. yeah. It's yeah. just a bit of a romp, isn't it? Yeah. Again, another great 80s film. Yeah. But also the character in this, David, who's the... It's one of the, the, the head of the gang. Not, not the head of the vampires, but we think he's the head of the vampires, but we find out that... Obviously, it's Max. David, again, obviously inspired Spike in, in the Buffy series as, as well, with, with the white hair. That would make sense. That would make sense. There's, there's similarities there. Yeah. Because Spike was always played a bit of a care... For most of the Buffy series, playing a bit of a carefree yeah. guy, wasn't he? But no, coming back to the original question, I'm still not sure about the superhuman strength. I, I know they've got the ability to leap around and do... other humanly things... But no, I'm not so sure about the, the, the superhuman strength. Yeah, okay, well, maybe uh, anyone who listens to this. Who knows their vampire law. A bit better than us on this one. <laughs> let us know. Now, uh, Michael's just treated himself to a new jacket. Nice. Um, and straight away, the girl he was looking at the night before has come out to talk to him. Because of the jacket? I don't know, but I mean, I, I had a couple of leather jackets when I was younger. They never worked for me. 
See, these things just aren't true, are they? No. Well, he has got a motorbike as well. He has got a motorbike as well. Ooh. But the gang aren't happy that he's talking to him. Yeah. Ooh. Going for a ride. With Michael. There you go. So, before I open the next beer, Steve, what did you think of the first one? I really enjoyed it. Easy. Actually, just 3.5%. Yeah. So, the only thing wrong dry. with it is the word Imperial. Yeah. I Pointless. Just, that's typical Omnipolo, though, it isn't is, it? It is, but it's... why bother? Because uh, they know people are going to talk about it. All right, we'll stop talking about it then. Okay. Right, so, next beer is from uh, a listener, Sean, at Uncrulia. And um, he said this a couple of beers previously. This one's a little bit of a... A little bit different, I would suggest. A hybrid, yeah. So yeah. this is um, a Belgium-inspired rhubarb ale, which okay. comes in at five and a half percent. Lashings of rhubarb, Belgium-style Abbey yeast. Looking forward to this. I have to, I have to say, I'm looking forward to giving yeah. this one a try. There you go. Thank you. I have had a rhubarb beer before. Oh, we'll get another soundtrack. About 20 minutes on. <laughs> I mean, this is this is pure 80s, isn't it? This one. Well, yeah, because basically, Michael has no idea who these people are. No. And because they're basically, I don't know, dared him, they're now racing as fast as possible. Along the beach. And he's now chasing after them. Yeah. And he has no idea where he's going. No. Nor does he be able to seem to be able to see where he's going either. He's struggling to follow them. Well, he doesn't know his way around there. He's new. Yeah. It's a newbie. But because she looked around at him, he's just going to carry on. He's just going to keep chasing. Oh. And they've just kind of disappeared into, yeah. into the sky. On, fog? Clouds? Yeah. I want to say clouds almost. Well, there's a lighthouse. So there's a, there's a cliff. See, he's getting eggs on. So one of the things that's very clever about this film is that you don't ever see the vampires flying. No. And until one scene at the very end. Now, whether that's because there were budget constraints at, at the time, or whether they wanted to create the eerie feel of you didn't really know what was happening and what was going on, but I actually think it's quite effective in the early scenes in terms of you don't actually ever see them flying but you see it from their perspective. Yes. I think maybe it was a bit of both. Maybe they decided, well, let's use the budgetary constraints. I think it works really well. <laughs> it's possible the whole budget went on the soundtrack. I'm <laughs> <laughs> paying them, the, the, the artists the rights for their music. Yeah. Now, Michael wasn't impressed when they tried to kill him. No. By getting him to ride off a cliff. No, but they know that seems to have taken him to their base. Lair. 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 To Lair. Right, on that note. Okay. Cheers. Okay, I'm going to use the B word. There Belgian. isn't a Belgian in it, yeah. Which is what you'd hope. It, it, says, it says that on the description. That's nice. I'm getting the rhubarb. It's really soft, it's really yeah. creamy. It's got. It's great carbonation on it, on it again. I've got a beautiful bed yeah. and some lace in here. Yeah, it's really tasty. And it doesn't taste like the 5.5% either. That bit of Belgian nose at the start doesn't always doesn't quite come through on the um, finish. I'm getting a bit of that, oh, what should I say? It's getting a bit of that banana twang maybe to Yeah, it. yeah but it's, it's not 
it's not overly Belgian. No. It's softly balanced. Very soft. Soft's a really good description, yeah. actually. So, just going back to that layer scene, massive, great, big post of Jimi Hendrix on the uh, on the wall, wasn't there? I missed that. I completely missed that. His <laughs> mad old granddad. Yeah. <laughs> Drinking his beer. Yeah. Well, has he got a load of Twinkies or something? Some sort of unhealthy snack thing he's got. Yeah. And he's just giving him a stuffed beaver. Strange. And he's got a bottle of his beer again. Yeah, he's reading that vampire comic. He is. He's got his interest. The beer's got a very dry finish. It's incredibly dry. Comes through in waves. That's awful. That's, oh, it's, that's, that's his thing though, isn't it? He makes... He's taxidermist, isn't he? Yeah, it? He, he makes these things. Yeah, but I wouldn't want that. That's a nice picture of Rob Lowe on the, on the door. Yeah, why, why? Interesting Wearing a bit of a cropped vest top. <laughs> Wearing hardly any clothes, yeah. <laughs> I mean, it's a very male-orientated film, isn't it? Well, there's only two females in it, isn't there? Yeah, apart from very initially at the start when they're driving through yeah. and on the beach, it's basically their mum, Lucy, and Star. Yeah. The rest and, of it's and male. They're, but they're the only two that are named yep. and are in the credits. Yes. As, as, as well. The rest of it is male. It's all, it's all men. Yeah. So they're in Chinese takeaway now. In those very archetypal... Boxes, yes, from the states. Yeah. Keith, Keith's mullet is rocking there. Yep. It, it is in that light. Oh, and now his new <laughs> Michael's noodles have turned to maggots. Mm. Or apparently so. So apparently, it's quite hard to actually get maggots to move. As, as, a, as, a, as a creature, they're they're fairly dormant. They don't oh, actually move around unless. I feel like I know this. Gone. Um, so apparently the. I've got, I, for want of a better phrase, the maggot wrangler, that the person that was looking after the creatures, um, apparently just squeezed lemon juice on them, and it just got them to agitate oh, and got them to move. Very got simple. Them to move around. Yeah. So that's the rice. Now they've done the noodles into earthworms by the looks of it, and then back to noodles. Yeah. I mean, to me, those noodles are really plastic. They do, don't they? I wouldn't fancy those. No, and I quite like. Noodles. I like a noodle. Yeah. Yeah. So my, uh, so David, isn't it? Yep. Definitely the leader of the pack. Absolutely, yeah. He's he's ruling things. Kiefer yeah. Sutherland is the leader. Yeah. How old was Kiefer Sutherland in this film? Well, he's all. I suppose he's supposed to be playing a teen, late teen. Well, they're, yeah, they're all supposed to be playing teens, but I, I, I think I think they were well into their twenties. Got to be. Keith Maybe into their late twenties. It's got to be. So what's he taking? What's he taking a drink of there? Because that looked like a very old bottle. Yeah. Well, it was it was a red liquid. So let's let's assume that. Well, are we going to take a leap of faith there? Well, vampire. He's possibly drinking blood, isn't he? And he's offering it to Michael. Yeah. And because you know Michael hasn't learned his lesson from almost going off the cliff earlier. Yeah. He's very trusting, isn't he? In this group of. He's not trusting. He's he's interested in Star. 
and he doesn't want to feel like he's been a chicken. It's classic 80s thing, the same thing with Back to the Future, wasn't yeah. it? With uh, Michael J. Fox. The only time they ever got him right was no, they called him chicken. The whole chicken thing, yeah. So Kiefer Sutherland was born in December 1966. So he was 21 by the time he did this. Oh, okay. It's not that far off, actually, what the age was supposed to be. No, no. 87, yeah, so 21. But to managed to make him look sort of a bit old yet young. Yeah. I don't know. So they're all now high. Dancing around. Yeah. <laughs> or at least that's the impression we're meant to be given, isn't it? And Michael's having a really good chug on that bottle as well. Yeah. He he's not sharing it, is he? No, no. He's, now he's been given it. You know, we're not inviting him to bottle share. No. <laughs> he's, he's, he's a bit selfish with, that, just, with that drink. He yeah. just swigs from the bottle and doesn't pass the bottle back. Still lots of long lances going on between him and Star though. Yeah, although well, it seems to be Star, it doesn't seem to be a loving look, it's almost a concerned look now. Yeah. And now we've got a little bit of David getting overlaid on that as yeah. well. Now at the time there was a bit of a, a bit of a love triangle going on between um, Kiefer Sutherland, Jason Patrick and Julie Roberts of, of, of all people. Um, Kiefer Sutherland and Julie Roberts were engaged, they I think. They were, because weren't they both in Flatliners? Yeah. Um, and there was there was it was something to do. There was a long haul flight that Jason Patrick and Julia Roberts were on, and they got quite friendly on it, and that kind of created this whole thing. And I don't think it was him that was actually attributed to them breaking up, but he was he was certainly maybe part of the reasoning behind it. Well, you know, if that had been happening in the Instagram age or Snapchat age, we'd all have known about it for certain. Exactly. Yeah. Just bit, bit, rumors. bit of celebrity gossip there for our listeners as well, like which, which we've never had before. No, <laughs> might never have again. Yeah. Who knows, it might be a one-off. And they're now just jumping off a bridge. Yeah, as you do. Yeah, that's, I mean, that's what you always do after a good party. You go and jump off a bridge. Oh, no. So they're all just hanging off the bottom yeah. of it. We, we thought they had just jumped. But they've jumped and caught. That's yeah. quite skillful. Very skillful. Gymnastic-like, almost. Yeah, and they, they are literally just hanging from the bar. So, what does Michael do? Well, My Michael's Michael's had a lot of that bottle. He has. Hasn't he? Now, I don't know about you, but even doing, you know, the old, uh, like, climbing frames, there's only a certain amount of time I can hold on, and I'm only, like, six inches off the ground. I, I have got no upper body strength whatsoever. I can hold on for literally yeah. about a second before I let go. Okay, so apparently... They get their kicks from hanging underneath the railway bridge as the train goes over. Okay. But it's just it's just the men again, isn't it? Star has once again disappeared. Yes. And uh, we haven't mentioned Star's brother, little brother. We've not really seen much of him, have we? We've seen a couple of glances of him. Yeah, she seems to be looking after him. What now, does that mean? What you, does that you mean? Are one, one, one of us. us. I don't know, but he can't go up. Or can he? It's the longest train ever as well, though, isn't it? Let's be honest. Yeah, but those trains in the States are... Yeah. But I would have dropped off by now. Yeah. Is he, he's going to try... See? All that weight training and he can't lift himself up. 
Maybe he's overdone it a little bit. Maybe he's worked the arms too much today. He can't do it. Yeah. Now he literally looks like he's hanging quite high up. There we go. Oh, Fingers are going. Fingers are going. Now he's wondering whether it's a good idea to follow them. And he's dropped. And he's gone. And it, what, he's just falling forever? Yeah. I don't know, it's a really weird scream though. Re reminiscent of that scene in um, Bill and Ted's Bogus Journey where they're falling and they're going, ah! <laughs> and then they stop and they go, now what? <laughs> ah! He's falling into his bed. Yeah. But he's very messy. He's, well, he's filthy, isn't he? He's lying in his bed, he's got his shoes on, his feet on his pillow. So we don't know what ha quite what happened to him. <laughs> At the moment, Michael just looks like he's suffering from a really, really bad hangover. Yeah, he's, he's had the, a good night out there, yeah. hasn't he? He's, because he's opened the blind, the sun's coming, yeah. he's gone, oh, look, get rid of the sunshine, don't talk to me. Mm. Sam's just put a headscarf on. Yeah. As, as, as well. Yeah. He's got some really weird fashion sense. Let's just maybe drop the word fashion. <laughs> I don't know what they're doing. Him and his brother dress very differently. Yes. I mean, it's just a differentiator, but he's definitely the younger brother. But they are polar opposites, aren't they? Yeah. yeah. See, even where Granddad lives is creepy. Okay, I'm coming in now with my theory. This is, this is, I mentioned to you I had a theory. theory. Yeah. I think Grandad's a vampire. Because there are, there are certain things that he does throughout it that indicate that. You never see him outside without sunglasses on. He's got a shelf of his own beer that, that nobody else is allowed to touch. That when you see it is essentially a red liquid. And he stuffs dead animals. So why is he stuffing all these dead animals? Because he's getting the blood from them. I think the granddad is a vampire. That's ludicrous. It's not. It's it, all makes, it all makes utter sense. Okay, well I'm just going to spend the whole of the film waiting to see him in the sunshine now. <laughs> well, if, 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 if you do, then you've got me on that. But I think, and he's going out at night. I suppose he's going over to like see Widow Twanky or something, isn't he? <laughs> it's, not, it's definitely not Widow Twanky. <laughs> it is Widow someone, but yeah. it's not Widow Twanky. Yes, sir. No, all you can do is give attitude, lady. You're watching Twitch Dynasty, boy. Dynasty, just got to mention. Wow, that's uh, a real thing of its time, isn't well, it? Well, dynasties, we used to call it in, yeah. in, in the UK. Right, there's a lot of motorcycles outside making a lot of noise, so I'm going to assume that's David and his mates have, have turned up to, uh, to knock for Michael. Yeah, can you come out and play? Yeah, bring, bring your motorbike, you're going to need it. We're going out to play again. So what, what we haven't actually mentioned yet is, is that the film, that The Lost Boys, it's, it's actually based, or it was initially intended to be based on Peter Pan, wasn't it? Yeah, so boys from the Neverland. That never grow up. Yeah. 
So, I mean, which effectively, I suppose, is a, is a vampire. If you catch a vampire, when make, if it turns someone into a vampire when they're young enough, then they don't grow old. Yeah, yeah. You, but again, vampire law suggests you stay at the age you were when you were turned. Yeah. So if you're turned at five, you stay at five. You know, these, yeah. these guys are late teens. High school, college age kind of thing. Yeah. But then I think, I think when Joel Schumacher came in as the director, he changed the direction of it slightly yes. from what... The original screenwriters had intended it to be. And, it, I mean, to be fair, it works. Yeah. I mean, oh, hello. He's having a bit of a moment. Yeah, Michael's having a bit of a moment. And he's got to have some milk. And now the milk's all on the floor. Yeah. Now, this is a. Let's <laughs> just say it's a strange scene. Yeah. So. Corey Haim is singing in the bath in the foamiest bath ever yeah with the most amount of soap on him the nuke is just sitting in the bath isn't he just just watching yeah and uh, Michael's just creeping up the stairs yeah and he's doing that thing that we all did he's made a shampoo Mohican yeah the shampoo Mohican we can all go we can all go with that one it's it's been a long time since I've been able to do that (laughs) but you can remember it. I can remember making a shampoo Mohican, yeah. It's an unusual choice of song as well. Yeah. But it's a scene I remember. I, I often get it confused with... Is it Ferris Bueller's Day Off or Weird Science where there's a singing in the shower scene as well? Uh, Ferris Bueller, isn't it? Yeah. I, I, I often get it confused with that. Oh. Oh. So the dog's just leapt at Michael. Yeah, Michael came in looking a little bit odd. Yeah. A little bit feral. Hungry. Yeah, Maybe. hungry and feral. Yeah. And uh, Nanook looked rather perturbed and angry about this and just leapt at him. Yeah. All the while, Corey Hayne was underneath the bubbles. <laughs> Rinsing off. Yeah. All, all Michael needs is a bottle of Granddad's beer. But he's been told not to. He's been told not to. And I still think it might just be root beer rather than blood. So I, I, I think it's blood. No, I'm not convinced. The house is looking very dark. Granddad never went fully vampire, which is why he can only drink animals' blood, which is why there are so many dead animals around the house. Granddad's a vampire. So you make him sound, look. That's proper vampire law, isn't it? That no reflection. Yeah, vampires can't see themselves yeah. in mirrors. Yeah. yeah. Or, or, the, or you can't see a vampire's reflection. Yeah, because there was a Doctor Who episode where they had vampires in Venice. Yeah. And they didn't have any reflection either. Reflection and shadows as well, isn't it? They don't, the vampire doesn't cast a shadow. Oh, is that right? I think so. Okay. So effectively, Michael has admitted to Sam that Sam was in danger from him and then it would just protect yeah. him. Yeah. And I've got to say, although this is what, only two years after Back to the Future? Yeah. 
the uh, special effects there was a little bit better than Michael J. Fox's hand disappearing in Back to the Future. <laughs> what wasn't it? <laughs> yes, <laughs> I'll give you that. I'll give you that. You're, you're still not giving me Granddad's a vampire. Though. No, no. Okay, so Sam's got his uh, magazine, which has their number on it. Yeah. He's phoned up the Frog Brothers, and they're asking some really tough questions. <laughs> Who would appear to be vampire experts. Yes. But if you're basing it on do they sleep all day, then my son qualifies quite highly. I think most teenagers <laughs> would qualify. I can't do that. my brother. That's brilliant. So their advice is put a stake in his heart. I can't do that. He's my brother. Okay, we'll come over and do it for you. <laughs> They sort of rather missed the point of that, didn't they? Yeah. I'm, I'm sure we come on to it, though. He's not full vampire yet because he's not he's not had his first kill. Yeah, he hasn't killed someone. Isn't that what makes you complete? Again, vampire law yeah. would, would suggest that you're not a, you're not fully turned until you've actually had your first kill. So it's a bit like you don't get your double O in James Bond until you've had killed someone the first time. Yeah. And, and he's, he's floating now. Michael's stuck to the ceiling. Yeah, in, in his room. So <laughs> he's, he's obviously got some of the, the attributes. Yeah. Oh, now he's just smashing up half his house to grab onto stuff. I probably don't want to open your window, Michael. No, because that leaves you everywhere. Yeah. Now, why didn't he just stay? Well, it's, could you imagine waking up and being stuck to the ceiling? Well, no, but still. You'd be a bit freaked out, wouldn't you? He's freaking out a lot, though. Mm. What's he going to say to Mum? Yeah. <laughs> Meanwhile, Michael's just floating along behind him outside the window. Yeah. So now, Mum's going home because Sam's been shouting someone's going to kill him. Yeah. Leaving, basically standing Max up. Yeah, that's not very nice, is it? No. I mean, you can understand why she's done it, but it just sounds like he, it does sound like he's just trying to ruin a date. Yeah. Isn't that what she accuses him of when, yeah. when, when she eventually gets home as well? Yeah. I can understand why he's thinking twice. Well, yeah, yeah, your brother's flowing outside the window. Yeah, and he's already tried to go for you once. Yeah, and so. I, your dog saved you. He's, he's obviously appealing to something there. Yeah. I mean, to be fair, with this film, because it is quite short, it gets straight into it, doesn't it? There's, it there hasn't been a very long build-up. The build-up was basically the drive into Santa Carla. It, it, it does. Do you, think, do you think that works against it, though, in terms of... A, a lot of the backstory, a lot of the a, a lot of the plot points are, are missed out because they've they've kind of rushed through it to get to. I think the time I watched it first time, no. Maybe the older me likes a little bit more of that going on and a bit more about. Well, how did the boy? How did the rich? How does David's crew become like that? Yeah. There's no flashbacks or anything, is there? There's no. no, no you just. There's no. How did Max recruit his family? 
kind of yeah, thing. Yeah, you, you just you just accept it, which would happen. Wrong. Yeah, which would happen in a film like this made now. But it'd been over forty-five minutes. Oh, uh, forty-five minutes of the entire backstory of yeah. Max and how he became a vampire and how he turned David and the yeah. the, the rest of them. Well, surely, surely we would assume that he he turned David, and then it's it's then David's job to recruit for Max. That's how I see it. Rather than it, yeah, rather Max. than it being yeah. Max who recruits. Yeah. Oh, where's Michael? Oh, Star's little brother. Yeah, on the uh, on on the side of the bottle of milk. Yeah, and uh, Granddad's back from his Gr- date. Granddad's back. Still in the dark. Yeah, was it? Yeah, but was it a successful date? Is the question. And uh, Michael's creeping out. Everyone's creeping out. Creeping out of his motorbike. Yeah. All right. Which is oh, just going to freewheel. Very clever. All, all the way. Very clever. Yeah. So, um, final thoughts on uh, Sean's Rhubarbe? Rhubarbe? Um, it was just a really nice beer. I think we sort of nailed it to start off with that. Did have a bit of Belgian and stuff, and it, but it was very soft and very, very light. Very creamy sort of texture to it. The rhubarb was definitely there. In fact, I wouldn't have minded a bit more rhubarb if I'm being honest. I, I have no reference point with oh. rhubarb, so uh, I will take your, your your lead on that. But very tasty. Yeah, a, a very tasty and job. Technically, felt like a good beer to me. Oh yeah, yeah. So technically, uh, felt everything like about it, from the, the 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 aroma to the to the look of it, to the mouthfeel, to the, the body, to the finish. Uh, again, very, very good. Very, very, very good homebrewing. Yeah. So just a couple of little bits we missed there. Um, so Sam's now wandering around the house with garlic cloves underneath his dressing gown. And uh, we're at Max's house. Where we hear that his dog's name is Thorn. Yes. And a kite has landed. Ah, so we're being led to believe here that he's being antagonised by the gang of youngsters. Well, it's parents and they're teenagers. Yeah. They're just rebelling against him. Mm-hmm. But remember, when we first watched that, we, we, never didn't, knew. we didn't know that. No. That was an unknown to us still. And at that particular point in time, I was still... Fully believing that there was nothing going on with oh, that. Oh, I, I had no idea. First time we watched it, I mean, again, it, what what this did amazingly well was it it, it told a story and it drew you in yeah. to it. You you had no idea. Just trying to find out what's going on with him now, isn't he? Yeah. But he's easily distracted shortly. Yes. <laughs> now, now we get the, uh, the the full video for Cry Little Sister. Yes. <laughs> well, I suppose Michael is now getting what he was after when he first saw her. <laughs> so that was the only thing going through his mind. Yeah. When he first what saw her. This is fifteen, so. I suppose this was kind of almost part and parcel of films in the eighties. Had to have your, uh, your, your your romantic scene, didn't you? Yeah, I'm not sure there's much romance in the in the scene, to be honest. Well, I, was, I was using romance in a very loose term. Yes, yeah. It's, it's the two minute erotic section, yeah. isn't it? Really, you know. But while that's going on, we've got some 
flying above clouds. Yeah. Going on as well. But it's definitely got the full-on song. Yeah. I mean, give it its dues, it's a cracking song. Oh, yeah. This film completely ruined it. <laughs> well, people couldn't listen to it again. No, because it was played so much in this film. It was, I, I, I'd go so far as saying it was overplayed in this film. They this did. is the third, fourth time we've heard it already. Easy the third time. Yeah. Easy the third time. Oh, hello. The boys are back. They are. Now the question is, where's Michael? Oh, he's, he's wrapped up with Star, isn't he? Okay, yeah. I would say that's not the best place to be. Not right now, no. Because I got the impression that she was with David well, to start off with. Mm. It, that's only ever been suggested, though, hasn't it? You haven't ever. No, you, but that's the impression you got to start off yeah, with. Yeah, yeah. Well, his hand's healed as well. Yeah, after being mauled by Nanook, his hand is healed. So, another beer. We have another progress. beer, and again, you're going to have to let us know what this one is. Okay. This is a no label. No, no, it isn't. This was a, a gift to us from. Box Social Brewery in Newcastle. So when I went up a few months back to spend the weekend with Michael, uh, not with Michael, it's because you hear it over and over again in, in this bloody film. Um, with Miles, uh, we, we went and visited the guys at Box Social and they've, they've recently had a new canning line installed or had some cans done. And with, with each canning run, you always get cans that are either underfilled or overfilled. And they know by the weight whether they've got not enough or too yeah. much in them. And they can't sell those ones. So, so they basically give them away as samples. So, so this is what this is. It's their Campfire Porter. It's uh, marshmallow, vanilla, lactose. Uh, there's cacao nibs in there. There's coffee in it. And it's 7%. Uh, and I am looking forward to it. Sounds like a food group. It, it does. It's ticking all the groups. Um, just pointing out, granddad's around in the house during the day with sunglasses on as is Michael drinking his beer juice I'm getting like sweet coffee and then the marshmallows coming through as well it's really sweet coffee isn't it it's definitely got the coffee it's got, got yeah. that dryness to a co- almost like coffee powder in there yeah I mean, that's almost all coffee. Uh, well, to be fair, at this stage. Didn't have that bit of marshmallow coming through. That would be just almost bitter coffee. Yeah. Interesting mix, I have to admit. Yeah, I can, I can see what they've gone for. <laughs> why, is, why is the dog having a go at her? Well, she stepped on the property. Probably gone for her, hasn't he? This is just after Sam was reading about the hands of hands of in, 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 in his comic. Proper. That that would scare the shit yeah. out of me. I mean, that's a beware of dog, isn't it? Absolutely. <laughs> Still trying to get him to kill his brother. Yeah. Look, it says here that if you kill a head vampire, all half vampires will return to normal. Gotcha. 
It's almost like they've got a personal vendetta yeah. against his brother, having never met him. <laughs> I mean, on the nose on that as well, it's it's all coffee as well, isn't it? There's, there's not much else going on there. No, but it's immensely sweet the more you drink it. Yeah. Right? Immensely sweet. Now, you see, he's nailed it. He's worked, he's, he's, he's worked out it's Max. Oh, okay. Daytime so job. He's gone, he's gone straight there. Yeah. yeah. Hound, Hound of Hell is named him. But that's because he doesn't know of David's existence at this point, does he? No. And it's still that whole Michael looking yeah. particularly moody there, by the way. Um, having zipped up his leather jacket, standing in the shadows. Um, yeah, he's he's just gone for Max because possibly because he doesn't like the fact that his mum's with someone new. Yes. Oh yeah, as, yeah. As, as, as well. Quite quite possibly that's the reason why he's done that. Yeah. And uh, I presume Max is coming over for dinner. Looks like it. <laughs> Moody to, to the point, isn't it? Moody teenager there. specific choice of words yeah there. and even then I didn't pick up on it no but I would argue he's not the no. man of the house no but again granddad spying from the corner yeah when he saw that whole exchange well I'd be peed off if I was granddad if my grandson was being called yeah man of the house when they only rocked up two days earlier if, if someone said to you I'm not coming in until I'm invited would your response be you're invited or would you be you're welcome or feel free you wouldn't, would you actually say the words, no, no. you're invited? Well, maybe of course you're invited. Yeah. I don't know, it's just a strange choice oh, yeah. of words. But we, we find out what that's exactly. about shortly, don't we? These are my dinner guests. Edgar and Al and the Frog Brothers. Oh, I didn't know you were having guests. Well, Mom, you know, for your way, we can go eat some peanut butter yeah. and dry in the kitchen. No, no, there's plenty for everybody. Max, this is my son, Sam, and uh, Edgar and Alan Frog. Look. <laughs> <laughs> Most awkward dinner ever. Yeah. <laughs> is that is that the dog was was the dog protecting yeah. her there? Do we think? Yeah, I think so. Seriously? That's the best she could say is that he grated the cheese. Yeah. What? That makes him like a five star Michelin chef or something. <laughs> That's not cheese. It's not, is it? They're testing him, aren't they? They're, they're, they're going through all of the typical... All the tropes? Yeah. So what will we now spill to me? Holy water. 
Oh. What's happening now? <laughs> and he's got a reflection as well. <laughs> so we've established at this point again. He's not a vampire. Max isn't a vampire. No. And again, I, I can remember watching this now and thinking, oh, how did he get do all of that? Yeah. And also, I was still convinced it was David. Yeah. And, and you remain convinced it's David yeah. until until and, and, until almost the end. Yeah. Whereas all they've done is uh, act like stupid teens and he's looked like a jealous son who doesn't want her mum to be happy. Yeah. His mum to be happy. last no. time when people came over and the granddad was looking very suspicious again there but then again could have just been looking suspicious because it's someone with his daughter granddad's a vampire that's why because he recognises everything that's going on You should be more concerned about yourself, David. Michael. Yeah. I mean. Concerned about a girl you only met a couple of days ago. I'm. I'm not sure. I mean, he keeps going off with this group, doesn't he? Yeah. We're now sat in a tree watching a. Well. Watching a beach party, essentially. Round a campfire. Round a campfire. Appropriate. In, Appropriate in, for in, this in beer. In terms of the beer. Yeah. I'm gonna have another sip of the beer then. I mean, look, the one thing. Yeah, campfire culture. I can understand why they've gone for that. If they've gone for. It being like the, like the marshmallow side of the style. I'm, I'm, I'm glad yeah. there's no smokiness to it. I'm, not, I'm glad there's none of that element. Yeah, to... but I think you could almost convince yourself there's a bit of smokiness with those roasting notes that start to yeah, come through. I think, I think all the flavours mould together quite well. It's it's they sort of come in waves to me. So I had the coffee. It's bitter up front, marshmallow. Yeah, and now I'm getting the roasty bits. And then you get bitterness at the end. Yes, yeah. it's, it's it's yeah, it's essentially like the marshmallow. You get the sweetness, the marshmallow sweetness in the middle. Yeah, it's almost like um, the free flavour. It comes in segments. Yeah. I mean, the, you know, the way you described it, as they described it to you, it definitely ticks those boxes, doesn't it? Oh. Ah, now. Now we get a reveal. Okay. Now, just in case we were in any doubt, they are all now revealing their fangs and slightly eerie-looking eyes. They're vampires. And yep. it, apparently, initiation is over. Looks like they're about to go feed. Yes. Doesn't it? Dinner time. Yep. So again, we don't see them flying. No. Strange choice of tune for this moment. Yes. Why the uh, entire party is getting massacred. You've got Aerosmith and Run DMC. Yeah. Now, Michael's tempted. Oh, well, his eyes have turned. Yeah. He's, is he trying to fight it? 
I think he's fighting it, isn't he? Yeah. Um, okay. So he successfully fought it on this occasion. Yeah. So did they have their drink and just throw the bodies on the fire? I think so, yeah. They just threw the leftovers onto the fire. So you've got two sorts of vampires can make people vampires but can just feed on them as well. Yeah, isn't this... Uh, one of the things is it depends on how much blood they take, isn't it? If, they, if they're just feeding, they'll, they'll drain a victim. But if they want to turn somebody, they'll just take enough to turn them. So it's a nip. Yeah, to, to, to give them the thirst to, so that they then go on and kill. They don't seem overly impressed that Michael didn't join in the kill. What have we got now? Is this who's... Oh, it's it's Sam. Yeah. With, with, <laughs> with another stuffed creature from his granddad. <laughs> why, why, would you, why would you just leave it next to him while he's sleeping? Yeah, but he thinks he's been good. Look, yeah. it's got like a wardrobe full of them now. And the thing is, he hasn't told his granddad he doesn't like no, him. No, but his, his granddad gets through a lot of dead animals, doesn't he? <laughs> That's all I'm going to say. That's all I'm going to say. I'm just going to leave that one out there. I thought that, but then Star turns up. Hiding under his duvet. Yeah, and it's like the duvet which offers no protection. You tried to warn him. So, but she's not full vampire either, is yeah, she? Yeah, because presumably she hasn't done her first kill. But that—that that was a warning. That was rubbish. Yeah, yeah, it was. A, it was a rubbish warning. I'm going to warn you by taking you to bed. Yeah, basically. And let you drink from the ancient bottle of blood. Yes. Oh, was Michael supposed to be the kill? Yeah, she was. He was supposed to be her first kill. This is still. Hiding under the covers. Yeah. I to me, if I was Michael, I wouldn't be impressed about her coming around asking for help. No, not after doing that to me. Yeah. Brilliant. Turn up on their BMX bikes. Oh yeah. Very 1980s. Yeah. Outside. He's got sunglasses on. Outside. He's got sunglasses on. Still outside. He's got sunglasses on. 
He's working outside in the sun. Of course he's got sunglasses on. Sunglasses on. He can be outside. Michael's outside. They're taking the car they're not supposed to take. No. But he's also planting stakes in the ground. Wooden stakes. A big picket fence. So where they they where they start to go to? They're going to the source. They're going to the lair. Yeah. During the day. That's sensible. Yeah. But the lair is dark. Underground. Yeah. <laughs> so basically. The Frog Brothers are brutal killers. They haven't yeah, killed two, two teenage boys. Yeah. That, that's who we're putting the uh, the fate of this film in the hands yeah. of. Yeah. Pretty certain they've never actually killed anyone. No. Van Pout. <laughs> I, like this, I like that. Van Pout. But they're still trying to get the Michael though, aren't they? Yeah. They're still trying to find a reason just to stab him. Yeah. Brilliant. Actually, it's very bright down there. All of a sudden, it's very bright down there. Isn't it? But there's no direct sunlight on any of them, is no. there? Isn't that that's the thing, isn't it? It's not so much daylight. It's it's sunlight. Yeah, but there doesn't seem to be that many openings. No. Teenage boys, they, they they're quite brave, aren't they? But they are just kind of running into places without even really thinking about it. Yeah, but this is why I have a bit of a problem with this bit because they're making one hell of a lot of noise for what I would have thought should be some sort of stealth operation. Well, uh, we're assuming that during the day the vampires are in a deep deep sleep. You can still wake up from a sleep. Yeah. They, they are now going into the darker depths of the lair. Yeah, but they are making a lot of noise. Mm. I think they're making too much noise. So it, is, it will no longer be a surprise attack. <laughs> oh, it was long past surprise. I would suggest. But it's definitely in the dark bit, and apparently it smells. That's one hell of a torch, but... The frog puppet, Ed, yeah. Ed, Ed carrying, isn't it? Okay. Michael looks knackered just carrying out Lenny. Did you say Laddie? Laddie. Laddie. What a it's, stupid it's, name. I feel sorry for his haircut as well. boy's name, yeah. That sort of um, extended bowl cut or something, isn't it? Yeah. Oh, they found them. Yep. So they're sleeping upside down. All hanging upside down like bats. So even by shining the torches straight in their faces, they're still not waking them up. Just like my son. <laughs> Are you now convinced that, 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 that Michael's a vampire? There may, be, there may be an element of it. Well, put it, I could open it up. Even if I open the curtains of the door and let all the light on him, he doesn't move. You do have to start making a bit of noise in his that's direction. A, that, that, that's a deep sleep. It's he a gets skill. He's good. Yeah. He's good at it. No, don't eat it. Yeah. Good night, blood sucker. 
Oh. One of the vampires has got it. Yep. And they've all felt it. Yes. Because they're all connected. Yeah. So we're therefore assuming that they've all been turned by the same vampire. And therefore, they definitely haven't killed the head vampire. No. Because they're all still alive. Yes. All they've done is piss off all the other ones. Yeah. But they did go for Bill. Yes. Oh, sorry. Alex. (laughs) Sorry, he's not called Bill. I think for this film, it was actually under the name Alexander rather than Alex. Oh, okay. For for whatever reason. David's trying to pull him in. Yep. Need to pull him into sunlight. Yep. And, and then we see again the classic vampire in sunlight burns. Apparently the tear that he tried there was real because the um, back then the contact lenses were, were so uncomfortable to wear and they'd been wearing them for so they could only wear them for a short amount of time and they'd been wearing them for so long to shoot that scene that it actually made their eyes so sore that they were literally crying Ouch. because of the contact lenses. That's also made me rethink my thinking about Granddad though. So. He's maybe, maybe not necessarily a vampire, but he's at the stage that David's had, at where he's not had his first kill of a human. Okay, but he doesn't look like he's struggling either. No, but yeah, but he can be in the sun like David can. But he doesn't feel like he's having an internal Not David, struggle. like Michael can. No, because he's learnt to, he, he quenches his thirst by killing animals and drinking their blood. It's until he kills the first human. So you're persisting? I'm still persisting okay. in this. Final thoughts of the last beer? It's, uh... There's a lot of bitterness going on in there for what I think is possibly supposed to be leaning more towards the sweet pastry stout type. I found, I found it a really weird mix. I really was not sure what to make of it to start off with. Really not sure. But it did grow on me. But there were just a couple of times when that sweetness was quite almost overpowering. I didn't. I didn't get a lot of the sweetness. I got most of the bitterness with, with it. I, I, I literally just got subtle hints of sweetness, and that was it. Now I wonder if that's because um, you've got a sweeter tooth than this. The sweetness doesn't come through as much. Maybe. Perhaps. Right. So he's uh, Sam's trying to tell his mum. What's happening? Yep. And to be fair, Granddad saw them come in. Yeah. With what looked like one of them carrying a body upstairs, and all he was worried about was the gasoline in the car. Because Granddad's a vampire, and he knows what's going on. Well, he's, he's not a fully turned vampire. But again, she feels as though he's once again trying to stop her from having a date with Max. Yep. Okay. Uh, a brewery that needs very little introduction coming up here. <laughs> the Colonel. Job done. Yeah, that's it. Just pour and drink. <laughs> India Pale Ale, Galaxy Enigma, Thick Secret, 6.9%. Lovely. So, so so this beer, while you're pouring that, this beer and the Omnipolo beer tonight were gifted to us. 
by um, Real Ale, who are, uh, they have an online presence, but they also have three shops uh, in London as well. So they've got a shop in Notting Hill, they've got one in Maidvale, and they've got one in Twickenham. Uh, they've just turned 14 this year in, in, in terms of uh, being a, a beer shop. I feel like the Twickenham one was their original. I think, I think that's where they started. Yeah. They've opened up to the other two. Um, and they've definitely, let's be honest, they have moved away from the real ale. That they have. Or they've widened their appeal because I did use to get a few boxes from realale.com. Yeah. And they definitely heard more on the side of the real ale in a bottle. Not always from the breweries you might think of, but they've definitely widened their appeal with some of the beers we've Well, we've the seen. box that we got from them had quite a range of beers in it yeah. as, as well, which was which surprising, yes, absolutely. But um, they've been good enough to give us a discount code for our listeners. So, so if anybody does want to uh, order a box of beer from realale.com, uh, you can do that and use the code beer o'clock and you'll get 10% off of any orders over £25 until the 31st of August this year. So That's if, all right. if you want to get a little discount on some, some summer beers, beers that you've not tried before, uh, give that a go. There'll be a link in the show notes. Um, and those details will be there for you as, as, as well to, to, to get in and get your own beers okay well, now while you've been uh, very kindly mentioning about the beers from Real Ale um, it would appear that um, the Frog Brothers and Sam are preparing for an attack yes so they popped to a church where baptism was going on filled up their uh, water canisters with holy water from the font um, then they bought the whole of the Santa Carla supply of garlic and they've basically thrown it in the bath. And I With think the holy water? And, I would, garlic I think, and, holy and then they filled up their water pistols. Okay. How much holy water did they get in those canisters to fill a bath full of it? Let's just say, let's assume that it's a like five parts okay. water to one part holy water. Right, so it's not an entire bath of holy no, water. No, that would, that would be impressive in those canisters. Okay. So we're, we're clearly heading to the final showdown here, aren't we? Yes. Because the vampires have just woke up, David and his gang are awake. We've got the eerie flying but not flying going on again. Yep. And we've got the date, and, and, and Thorne's getting a bit excited about things. Yeah. Um, can, can we drink some coffee? Yeah, yeah, sure, sorry. Of course we can. <laughs> Cheers. Cheers. That's quite a musky nose. It is actually. Isn't it? It's not your normal crisp, clear nose on, 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 on the on the beer that you normally get from the kernel. No, but I'm not sure which of the... Uh, I don't know if I've had a beer with that particular mix of hops before. I'm, I'm not sure I have. Galaxy, Nimmer, Fixed Secret. It's actually almost a... The way it's looks in the glass it's almost bordering on a New England style of IPA it's getting past that hazy it's much so more, on the it's nose a, it's as a very well, soft yeah. mouthfeel isn't it yes it's got a very soft nose to it as well stone fruit spring to mind yes, having that, this that, that's what I was going to go for I was just um, looking to see if they've they've changed the, the the yeast that they use to go with a more New England style leaning yeast could be could be. I mean, it's not like full on. What I'd like to cast, not like full on fruit juice. No, there's there's still a decent 
uh, a decent bitterness to the. There's an edge to it, but yeah, it's definitely a slightly. It's not as clean and crisp. Yeah. As I as I associate my preferred beers from the Colonel, but it's still very nice. No, oh, doesn't drink it's six point nine. Absolutely drinkable. I love the way they all fall over when nothing's tripped up in these no, kind of films. They just fall in. I right. just, um, at this point, feel it needs to be said, why are the Frog Brothers uh, all camouflaged up on their faces? It's just as, part... As, as well. Okay, so blocking the door didn't count then? No. And we've now got some, some actual flying of sorts at the end here, yeah. haven't we? They're determined to just go for the easy targets, aren't they? They, they just, they just want to... They want to kill someone. They just want to kill someone, yeah. So that was interesting. Doesn't work. Garlic doesn't yeah. work. However, the holy water definitely had an effect. Yeah. Oh. Oh. However, almost a flying drop kick from the dog there. Good job there, Nino. Yeah. He's pushed one of the vampires in. So that's one down. And um, looking very pleased with himself yeah. as well. Oh, this one ain't going easily, is yeah. it? Yeah. But he is going. Whatever it's doing now, it's not doing much for the plumbing in the bath. No, oh no, that's. Uh, did, what I say? Did they? Oh. Yeah, this bit makes no sense because the water the plug must have been in. Yeah. Now, now all of a sudden there's blood squirting out everywhere. everywhere. How much blood does this vampire have in him? Out of the toilet, out of every sink. And the frog brothers all the while are hugging each other, screaming. <laughs> yeah. And and Sam and Michael just hiding. And you've also got Star and Laddie in the room as well, haven't you? Yes. So it's what we're down to now, vampire count. We're with David and just one other, aren't we? Was it four of them? Yeah, so we, we, we killed one in the lair. Yep. Killed one there in the bar. Oh, okay. There's one. Okay. And he, he's, he's got Sam. But Sam's got his water pistol. Which it worked. Seems to have saved him, yeah. Basically, worked like a pepper spray. Yeah. Taking him down with about an hour. That looked too easy. Yeah. Surely this is one of those scenes where he's going to. Yep. Jump back up. I don't know about you, but I've used the bow and arrow at affairs and stuff, and I'm shit. Yeah, I'm not sure even at that distance what he's just hitting with that I would have hit him. Yeah, with, with, with a bow. So that, that one just kind of fell into pieces? Death by stereo. Oh, so 80s. Yeah, death by stereo. <laughs> Oh, 
Seriously, they're making one hell of a lot of mess there. Still from that one vampire that yeah. died in the bath. However, David's still alive. Yeah. Now I'm still thinking. David's head vampire. Well, you are at this point, aren't you? You're absolutely convinced. Yeah. Right, so. I like that. We did it. No, you yeah. didn't. Nanook did it. <laughs> Nanook helped a little. Oh, but it looks like Laddie's got his thirst now. Yeah. Looking like Chucky. Exactly what he looks like. <laughs> Laddie looks like Chucky. Even his outfit. So when was when was Chucky? It was after this, wasn't it? So, bit of inspiration. Surely it was after this. Mm. I mean, I mean, he really wants it now, doesn't he? Yeah. He's, he's ready for it. Not sure I'd want to stay his age though. If I was no. going to be stuck as a vampire, probably would want to be around the, the late teens, early twenties, to be honest. Yeah, you'd want to be in your your prime. Yeah, wouldn't you? Like physical and, I suppose, knowledge-wise, in terms of what you've learned from the world. Mind you, I suppose you don't stop learning, do you? No. You're stuck at a single age. No, you just think you do. Yeah. You just think you've uh, learned it all. Oh. Now, I have to admit, bearing in mind they just leapt at each other through the air, didn't look too bad. It, it, it didn't, and this is something that, as, as we're closing in on t towards the end of the film here, that I'm actually quite surprised by, is that it's exactly how I remember it. Yeah. No, nothing's changed about it, nothing surprised me about it, and actually, you know, the effects aren't that bad. No, but I would maintain that I think they minimised actual effects. So, yeah. makeup, obvious ones. Flying, they've left until the last 20 minutes yeah. before we see them actually do much flying. Apart from a bit of falling and his little levitation. of flying. Has been, yeah. yeah, suggestion of flying. Yeah. Oh, and he's impaled David. On some of Grandad's handiwork. Yeah. <laughs> of course he has to die to the chimes of Cry Little Sister. Yeah, of course. Because we haven't heard it yet. Because that song can be used for every scene. However, now this is where the question about the head vampire has yeah. to come in now because uh, Michael hasn't changed. No, Michael's still in the process of turning, isn't he? Yeah. Now, he's impaled him on antlers there. They're not made of wood, are they? They're no. Bone. But... If garlic doesn't necessarily work, does it matter about having to be a wooden steak? Mm. There was a few things they did sort of debunk here and there, yeah. didn't they? or they just ignored it for the sake of the story. Well, his bow and arrow, the tip of, the, tip of that arrow was metal. That's true, but, but then it was, it was wood that went through him. Yeah. What's the big deal? You destroyed the head vampire. 
So now they're questioning who's the head vampire. Yep. And um, their mum's just turned up with Max in tow. And it still isn't occurring to them, but it might be. Because no. they debunked that theory yeah. ages ago. So he's just walked in this time. So he wasn't invited in. So is the, is the invitation... Does it only need to be extended once? I think he alludes to that in a bit. A very young looking David there. He almost looks pre-vamp. Su suggesting that once they're killed they revert to the age they were. Yeah. Yeah. I knew it. You're the head vampire. Sam, don't start this again. You're the secret that David was protecting. Who's this? Well, you've got he just quite openly admits it as well. Yeah. Don't ever invite a vampire into your house, you silly boy. It renders you powerless. Did you know that? Of course. Everyone knows that. <laughs> I've got to say though, the Colonel Beer, incredibly drinkable. Was incredibly drinkable. For the short amount of time it lived in both our glasses. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not sure it's one I would definitely, I would go for though. No, I don't think so either. Um, I, I just, they're talking about the really, you know, the really crisp, slightly bitter ones. I do quite like that, the blood sucking Brady Bunch. Yeah. I, I do have to say that what, one thing I've noticed about the Colonel beers recently is, I, I, I used to used to say a few years back that Colonel beers were always unmistakable in, in terms of when you had a Colonel beer in your glass, the aroma, you could always get that it was a Colonel beer. Yeah. That's changed now. And, you know, yes, obviously I think they're moving with the times and they're experimenting with different yeasts and different hops. But it's kind of lost that a little bit for me as well. C Colonel beers are no longer unmistakably Colonel. I think there are some that are. Now Max is now full on head vampire. Because he's threatening to yeah. kill Sam. And here comes Granddad. Who happens to have just driven through the fence that you put up or something? I don't understand how he exploded when he landed in the fireplace though. Was the fire on? I don't think so. No, because one of the vampires came down the chimney, didn't they? Earlier on. But it is a rather dramatic death at the it's end. A very, it is a very good death. This is where Granddad gets his little punchline, isn't it? Nope. 
Michael looks better. Yep. Well, they all do. Well, well she never really turned. No. He does. Doesn't look like Chucky anymore. Yep, and the dog's friendly. Yep. God, there's some aroma coming off of that beer you've there just bought, by the way. I'm just waiting for Granddad's line. Is it now or is it right No, no, it's coming up. Sure it is. Does it go to crack open a beer? Yeah. Dad just wants a beer. Oh, you just need some blood. <laughs> That's what it is. there yeah so as the music is playing out cheers cheers oh you get the barrel Ooh. oh my word so we are drinking necessary evil which is Thornbridge's uh, bourbon barrel aged stout 13% uh, sent to us by Thornbridge so thanks very much to the guys there for, for sending that across to us um, we're not. Sh we think we've had it before, but we're not sure. Yeah, we definitely had necessary evil at the tap take over at the Tate. I had it. My head it was a couple of percent lower though. That could have been a misprint anyway. Damn, that's tasty. It is tasty. It's so smooth. Yeah, you get in there. You get. The bourbon isn't coming through too harshly. I don't know. Again, a bit of the oak and vanilla. There's a there's a warmth. Yeah, bourbon. not a bird, no. No, it's, it's it's a warm vanilla oak tick tick. That's that, that's all there. Um, wow. So this is their Formbridge Barrel Room Series Vintage 2019. Um, this was sent to us by Formbridge, wasn't it? Yes. Yeah, yeah. Uh, necessary evil is an imperial stout aged for eight months in bourbon barrels. Aromas of sweet bourbon. Bourbon. I'm just mixing them up just, now. Just mix, just mix it, mate. Eventually, I'll get it right. The, 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 the bourbon bourbon fans will <laughs> love it. Vanilla and oak from the ageing process combined with rich chocolate, roasted malts, and caramel from the base beer. See, I'm, I'm just wondering, did we have the base beer just? I'm not sure. We might have just had the base beer. But um, this is beautiful. Um, I think I, I've definitely got one on order. And you've got a couple to age now as well. I've, I've got two because um, I, I will say publicly thank you very much. Uh, you and Michelle uh, gifted me a couple of those as part of your wedding for simply putting together a pub call for you. Yeah, like that. yes, very good. I'm, I'm, most, I'm most grateful for that. And, and I thank do, you again um, for doing it. I do intend to actually open one of those on your first anniversary next year to to, to, to raise you a glass and a, and a little toast. Will I be there or are you just doing it on your own? Well, You're just going to Instagram me a picture and say... Mate, you... <laughs> Let me tell you now, you don't want to be with me on your first anniversary. I know, but you could have it around in the general vicinity of the well, anniversary. It, 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 yeah, it, it, yeah, hopefully. Ho hopefully we'll, we'll try and do it like that. But no, thank you very much. So yeah, no. I can, uh, I've got one to have in a year's time and, and, uh, and one to age. But that is an incredible beer. It's, it's, it's so tasty. Um, it's almost a shame we've saved it right until the very, very end. 
I think that's a good thing because this is one which, you know, we can just carry on drinking as, as it plays out. So, any idea when the last time you watched this film was? Probably about 30 odd years ago. No. Um, probably at least 10 years ago since since I've last watched The Lost It's Boys. a long time since I've watched and, it. And that was probably because it was on telly. Flick through. Flick through and so on. I thought, oh, I'll watch yeah. this, yeah. Well, you can come in at any time. Yeah. And you'll know, you know what's going it on. Is, it is one of those. It's short enough that you can. Um, yeah, it doesn't, it doesn't feel like it's aged for me. Well, like I said, it's 1987, so this came out, I think, on the 31st of July. Oh, okay. 1987. So, so we're, very, we're quite close to that. We are quite we? close yeah. to it. And there's another thing to do with July as well, just while the music's playing out. Um, I mean, one of the characters was born in around, yeah, so we are recording this on the sixth, on the 15th of July. Uh, we are, yeah. And Corey Fieldsman's birthday is the 16th of wow. July. So it's happy birthday, Corey Field. Yeah, cheers. Yes, indeed. Um, yeah, so I had already started work when this film came out. Goodness. I was a year away. That's how old this so film I'm is. Yeah. Um, I thoroughly enjoyed it. I did, and disappointingly, back when credits were short. Yeah, where's the end credits scene? No, no, the credits are done. That, that's it, with, with no more talking to be done because the film is is, is, is finished there. There's, there's one more thing I, I do just need to say before like we credit with, with this, is that there, there were two sequels to, to The Lost Boys. I read about those. I, I, I Apparently never knew about both them. of them were shite, but the Frog Brothers did appear in both of them. Yeah. Um, but both films were shit. I, I didn't even know the sequels existed in, in, until I started researching this. They're not something I'm going to go and, and, and search out. Um, we're done here. We are done. We're, we're, gonna, we're just going to sit this, maybe listen to a bit more Cry Little Sister because I haven't heard it enough times. I, I think we need to listen to it yeah, a little bit I'm more gonna, time. I'm going to say Michael a few more times. Yes. <laughs> Get yeah. the count up. Yeah. Um, but no, um, very, very enjoyable going back and, and watching Lost Boys. Yeah, right? and I hope if you've enjoyed it, let us know. Again, hashtag opinions. Have opinions on a film if you want. Yeah. And um, we'll be doing one for Christmas as well. We will. And if uh, if people are with me that Grandad is a vampire, please let me know. Because I'm I'm still convinced that grand, Grandpa is a vampire that hasn't quite turned yet. I, I don't think he is. But let's see what, let's see what the listeners say. Indeed. Right. Cheers. Cheers. Sister